Hi, everyone. Welcome to today's podcast. We're talking about, do you even want to lose weight? This is the question you should ask yourself a million times, because if you're not, if you don't want to lose weight, if you don't answer yes, there's no point moving forward, right? Don't pass go. Um, and so I asked this question genuinely, do you even want to lose weight? Because what we're putting this up against, I know you'd love to lose weight. Like if you could just, if I could snap my fingers, you lose weight. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, but do you even want to lose weight? Do you want to put the effort in? Do you want to lose weight more than you want to eat that food? Do you want to eat, you know, lose the weight more than you want to continue living the same lifestyle you're living? Usually the answer is no. No shame in that. No judgment here. But you got to be honest with yourself. The process, in my opinion, of weight mastery begins with self-honesty, with awareness of where you're really at. And I think this is a very empowering and freeing question because there's a great chance that you don't really want to lose weight. You wish you'd lose weight. You wish you'd wake up tomorrow and just start doing the right stuff and losing weight, sure. But do you really want to? Do you want to consistently put that work and that effort in to make it happen? Probably not. And if you don't have that deep, intense desire to want to do it, then forget it. Again, I look at weight loss as like going to college, right? You go to college, you know you're taking something big on. You're, you're committing to a big, challenging uh, you know, journey here. And with weight loss, it's the exact same thing. So if you're just kind of like, well, let me try this. Let me see what happens. That You're not going to get any results, okay? So do you even want to lose weight? And again, the answer is usually no. But once you get it to yes, once you really genuinely get yourself to yes, I absolutely want to lose weight more than anything. I really, I want to do it because I want to be healthier. I want to be happier. I want to feel better. I want to be the best version of myself possible. Now you get a chance for success. But until you get to that point, it's all a waste of time. So don't waste any more of your time. Ask this question to yourself often and regularly because until you get to the point where you're consistently saying yes, you never get the results that you truly, truly are capable of getting and that you deserve. So think on this question and answer it honestly. Um, if anyone has any questions, feel free to ask them. I was getting a quick lesson, in a quick mood today. Dina says, what do you think about Manjuro? I've been doing that also, doing intermittent fasting. I've lost 85 pounds. Um, congratulations, Dina. Great job losing weight. Um, what I think about all those medicines is that they are... Okay, now, now, let me just frame this. I, I, I'm here to be supportive, okay? So again, I program yourself then really is a... I say diet agnostic usually, but you know, even if I have people in the program that are on um, Ozempic and other semaglutides, it's like, okay, you can do that, but they're in it knowing that it's kind of a Band-Aid for now, you know? And so I think that for a lot of people, the medicine becomes kind of a Band-Aid that will get them maybe where they want to go. Sometimes, you know, again, understand these medicines, they're not some miracle cure that work amazing for everyone. So Dina, it sounds like you've had a, a good response to it. A lot of people don't, you know, so it's not this miracle thing, but eventually, you know, what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to figure out how can I live this way forever, right? Well, unless, you know, if you just got, you know, 1200 dude grand a month, just, you know, pay to this, great, you know? Um, but yeah, you know what I mean? Like at some point, if you want to come off that, and again, I don't know if you've had it because you're insulin resistant, you're obese and you were getting it as a prescription that was covered by insurance. At some point, you typically get to a place where it's not covered anymore, you know, either, you know, you kind of reverse the type two diabetes or you get rid of the, get out of the obesity category and now you're paying for that. So um, again, I, I think of those medicines usually as kind of a, a, a band-aid or a crutch to get you to be able to intermittent fast, you know, great. Um, if you have a plan to come off of it, and I don't know, let me see if you responded at all, because I'm curious to know if you plan on coming off of it anytime soon. Um, so I haven't seen that, but but if you do, you know, that's the question is, is what's your plan to not be on that and to, 
continue with the path you're on. Okay, you're on maintenance now. Um, so yeah, so I mean, that's the thing, you know, it's like, do you plan on being that medicine forever? Do you feel like you're going to wean yourself off? If you imagine yourself weaning yourself off, how are you going to deal with the increased food noise hunger potentially, you know? And um, that so that you got to deal with that part. In my world, everything is mindset, you know? So your entire weight loss, I think mindset's the biggest thing impacting your weight, no matter what. And uh, so I think at some point that's got to be dealt with. And, I, and then on top of that, though, I always think lifestyle is really important too. So I think the the lifestyle is that piece that sets you up for success in terms of eating the right foods that help you lose weight, you know? Um, so to some degree, the mindset and lifestyle pieces become a natural version of what the Manjuro does and what the, the semaglutides do, you know, um, which is that it reduces food noise, right? It makes you less hungry. And so how can we do that naturally? That's what I've been helping people for a long time. So there are natural approaches to it, but they're, again, they're, they're comprehensive and holistic approaches. The diets is just what? You're just trying to restrict your calories. Even intermittent fasting, would you have been able to intermittent fast if you weren't on that? You know, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. You know, you know your situation, but um, yeah, I guess what it ultimately comes down to is that weight, weight in general is a comprehensive thing. I always say like, like people think of their weight loss, like it's a bank account, credit to debits, calories in, calories out. Um, which it is on a very like technical level. Like, like your weight really just comes down to the calories you're consuming. That, that is true. Um, but what calories you're putting in your body is a much more uh, comprehensive thing. So again, going from, I think you should stop thinking about your weight loss like a bank account, credits, debits, and think of it more like the stock market. You know what I mean? Like there's all these different factors that are impacting um, your weight in, in, in subtle and, and obvious ways. Um, what's up, Bailey? How's it going? I uh, hope you're doing well today. But yeah, I mean, and I think, you know, sometimes people hear like, oh, comprehensive and they start feeling overwhelmed, but it's not an overwhelming thing. Uh, it's really not. I mean, you're just, you're used to, you've had a whole lifetime of diet marketing, like simplifying something that's complex down to something that's stupidly simple. It's so simple, it's stupid. I mean, all the diets are. Every diet is just a way to reduce your calorie consumption. You know, they just put, dress it up in different ways. Um, you know, obviously keto, we're going to get rid of carbs, uh, intermittent fasting. We're just going to eat for eight hours a day. And it's all just strategies to reduce your calorie consumption. And so there's ways to approach that in a more holistic way that are way, way effective where you can make it easy. I think a lot of people with diets, they just assume you, like, you don't just assume you're going to be really hungry. You're going to be frustrated. You're going to be tired. You're going to have unhealthy cravings. You're going to be hungry all the time. You know what I mean? Like, like you assume you're going to have all these things and then you're just going to have to fight against them with your willpower and, and not eat and not give in to them. And so with Program Yourself Then, it's a holistic, really preventative approach. And so we say, how can we reduce hunger? How can we get more satisfaction from when we eat? How can we reduce unhealthy cravings? How can we increase healthy cravings? How can we feel more calm and relaxed and be able to be more present and make healthy decisions consistently, right? And there's a lot of ways to do that very, very powerfully usually through lifestyle habits, you know, make that happen so that you start your day, you're energized, you're clear headed, you're craving healthy foods, you're satisfied when you eat them, you move through the day and you're not that hungry, you have healthy options in front of you, you know, and that you know you're going to eat. And so the whole thing becomes easier. And that's the way I think that, that I always help people reduce their calorie consumption, you know, long term, you know, but it is, um, 
it's a, it's a comprehensive approach that has lots of different pieces to it. And you rarely see that with weight loss. Weight loss really, they're always trying to simplify it. Really, every diet, it's, it's the one thing, you know? Because again, the diets are really just marketing. It's just marketing is what all the diets are. All of them, folks, right? Even Weight Watchers. Weight Watchers is hilarious because if you look behind the scenes, they literally have a marketing team coming up with their shit. Like the, the counting points thing, you know what I mean? Like the color code thing they used to do, the, the cards. It's all marketing, you know? Um, so, you know, that's what they do, though. They're, they're trying to market to you and make their plan seem as simple as possible. I mean, keto's like that, right? Because it's like, oh, just stop eating carbs. I mean, what could sound easier than that? Oh, that's it? That's all I got to do? You know, the flip side of that is that you have to completely change how you eat. But, you know, again, they, they forward face, oh, just stop eating carbs. They just stop eating for 16 hours. You know, they always make it seem so simple. But of course, it's harder than that, right? I mean, it's like you're not an idiot. Like you've struggled with this. It's not because it's so simple and you haven't figured it out. It's because it's hard. It's hard. And if you're just trying to diet, forget about it for most people. You know, that's why I think the medicine, you know, the, the semaglutides coming out now are so popular because for some people, they'll, you know, they make you feel nauseous. So you're not hungry. <laughs> and so there's, oh, it helps the food noise. Yeah, the food noise. You're right. But, but what's, what is food noise? That, that's what I've been dealing with that for 30 years. What is food noise? Do you even know? Right? Says, I don't know. I'm not thinking about food anymore. That's all I need to know. You know? But I feel like, again, the diets have set us up to look at weight loss so superficially, right from the marketing. Because every diet ad you've ever seen in your life, and you've seen millions of them, is always the before and after picture. So they set you up to think about your weight loss. Even your motivation is very superficial. You just want to look better. And you think that should be enough motivation, but it's not. And so... The entire your entire approach to weight loss most likely is very superficial. You're just looking externally, like I gotta cut calories down. I gotta burn more calories and exercise more, right? And it's like that's how you're approaching it. And it's not working for you. And what's an alternative to that? Well, an alternative to that is that you have a more holistic, comprehensive approach um, that deals with the bottom-up factors that are influencing your hunger and your eating. Um, so again, yeah, your energy levels, your hunger, your moods you know, how relaxed you are. So what are the lifestyle? I'll just lay them out in order of importance. The program yourself, then the lifestyle habits we work on are proper sleep, proper hydration, relaxation, proper breathing, nourishment, movement, meditation, gratitude. How are you with these eight things right now? <laughs> you're gonna, you're, they're aspects of your life no matter what. You're either doing well with them or you're not doing well with them. I was do, just do shitty with all of them. And I was a completely different person, which isn't to say like there's a mindset piece too, which is a huge piece. I'm talking about the physical level. I got this. So let me just say this real quick. If you're not in my world and I, what I mean by it is get on my email list. If you go to my bio on TikTok here and you click the little picture of me and go, go to my bio and then you click that link, I give you a hypnosis session. And um, right after you get the hypnosis, I give you a training, three steps to master your weight. Then you're on my email list and I just send you lots of good stuff. But um, I got a new training coming out, the Weight Mastery Pyramid. And it, it just breaks down everything I'm saying. You really, there's three levels you want to focus on to master your weight. There's mindset, lifestyle, eating. And I put them in that order. And in order of importance, the most important foundational level is your mindset. The next one's lifestyle and then eating. Most people have, their pyramid is just, I'm going to try and eat different. I'm going to reduce my calories. And I'm going to force myself to eat less calories through willpower. It's a very superficial, um, inadequate approach to mastering your weight. You know, and it's like, it's not rocket science, but you just, you don't think about this because you're just conditioned by diets. You've seen millions of diet ads in your life, you know, um, triple <laughs> A says, love this. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad you like this. That's why I say go over and get my training because it's a lot more detail about what I'm talking about here and, and you deserve it. I mean, if you're watching this and you want to lose weight, I know you didn't just 
last week you decide you want to lose weight. You've probably been doing this for decades and you're just struggling and you feel like you're a failure because you can't do it. And that's my main message here. That's why I get on live every day for free. I do live podcasts. I make videos and everything. My mission in life is helping as many people as possible live at their goal weight. And a starting point to make that happen is for you to stop blaming yourself that you haven't lost the weight. That's the most depressing part. Well, no, the most depressing part is when people die before they need to, you know? So my story starts with my dad died at 54 of a heart attack for no fucking reason. You know what I mean? Like it's, I suppose, you know, it wouldn't take much psychoanalysis. To, that's why I do what I do. You know, at some level, I'm trying to save them, you know, in some weird way. But it's like, you know, that's the reality of weight loss, right? Talk about motivation for weight loss, right? Like again, your motivation, I just want to look better. I just want to look better. I just want to look better. You don't give a shit, right? If you haven't lost weight in 10 years, you don't really give a shit about looking better. You'd like it. It'd be cool. But you don't really care. You're fine. <laughs> I, I, I figured out how to get through life, you know? People that love me, this is who I am. They love me for who I am. I'm fine. I don't give a shit how I look. That's how you really feel deep down if you're not losing weight, okay? But you do want to live long. You do want to have a wonderful, independent, free, mobile life as long as you can. That I know you want. <laughs> That's a better motivator, but you never think in those terms when it comes to weight loss. And if you do, it's, it's very like, yeah, I want to live longer. It's just, it, oh, it's like health. When people talk about wanting to be healthier, it's just such a vague, meaningless word a lot of times to them, you know? And so... Again, what all this comes down to is your subconscious mind, which truly is your mindset. And you've never even learned how to influence your subconscious mind. You don't even know how it works, probably. So um, this is the piece of the puzzle that you've been missing. <clears throat> and um, this is why you're struggling. And I know you're locked into the idea that the problem is that you don't have the willpower. You just haven't committed enough. Um, but I promise you that's not it. You know, I promise you. You have a horseshit strategy. You have no strategy. You have tactics. You know, I don't know what your tactic is. What's your tactic? Weight Watchers, write it down if you, if you don't mind. What is your tactic to lose weight? If you could write that down in the comments, I would love to see that. And I will show you, it is a tactic. It's not a strategy. I say this to you as well. If you want to make a hundred bucks, um, you show me a more comprehensive approach to mastering your weight than program yourself then, and I will give you a hundred bucks, okay? So show me, right? So, so Shayla, staying consistent is, that that's not really a tactic though, right? A tactic would be a reducing calories through keto, healthy eating, Weight Watchers, intermittent fasting. Like what, what, strat, what, what tactic are you using to actually lose the weight, right? So staying consistent, I get what you're saying, but what are you going to stay consistent with? That's the tactic I'm referring to. What is your philosophy for how you're going to lose weight? So Bailey says structure eating. Bailey, that's not fair. Bailey's in the program, so that doesn't count. I want people that aren't in program yourself, then let me know how, how are you going to lose weight? Like, I know you're not doing it now, probably, or maybe you are, but tell me what you're going to do, you know? Drink water before meals and intuitive eating. Okay, Kata, but if you've been overweight, how are you going to intuitively eat? Your intuitions are the things that made you overweight in the first place. So how are you going to... I believe in intuitive eating, but I believe first... I, I intuitive eat now, but I could not have eaten intuitive eaten 30 years ago. My intuition said, hey, let's eat, let's eat some uh, junk cereal for breakfast. Let's eat some white Wonder Bread with Jif peanut butter for breakfast. Let's have a donut, a croissant, or a muffin after breakfast. Let's have a, you know, a big grinder sandwich hoagie um, for lunch with some potato chips and then top it off with some cookies. Let's get a candy bar and some potato chips. <laughs> in the afternoon for a snack let's eat our dinner and then let's snack all night Th those are my intuitions right so i couldn't trust those you know my intuition said oh that that food's healthy when it wasn't so again is that what's the strategy to become a more intuitive eater 
You know, drinking water before meals is a tactic. Is that going, that's not enough. That wouldn't be enough. That's a tactic that's going to help you, right? So a strategy is an accumulation of tactics, right? But most people, again, what we're seeing, what we're seeing is we're seeing one tactic, maybe two tactics. Um, Dean says low carbs, more protein. Again, so low carbs, more protein is, it's two tactics, right? It's really one, it's a keto thing. But what I'm saying is, as in a holistic thing, just to prove a point here, is how are you reducing your hunger? How are you increasing your ability to choose to choose the foods that have low carbs and more protein, right? Because you know you want to eat more low carbs and more protein, but then you get into situations where you say, fuck it, I don't care. I don't give a shit. And then you eat lots of carbs and no protein, right? So come on, dog. So um, what, what do you do to get yourself to follow that tactic, right? Now we start getting the strategy, right? And so again, this is where getting proper sleep, hydration, having the right mindset, you know, breathing, relaxing, nourishing your body, moving more, you know, all of these things come into play, right? Planning meals and what to eat. Again, planning meals and what to eat, that's great. That's a piece of the puzzle, right? But how many times have you had a meal planned and you know exactly what to eat and you say, fuck it, I don't, I don't want to eat that. I'm in a bad mood. I don't give a shit what I eat. McDonald's, here I come. Do you know what I mean? Like there's, there's all these other pieces underneath it that no one ever talks about. And so what every diet's doing is they're telling you what to do and they're doing it very simple because it's always one tactic. So what we're, what are we seeing here? We're seeing keto. We're seeing, you know, inter intermittent fasting, um, intuitive eating, you know, um, meal planning, right? Don't, no one said what, you know, weight watchers yet, but, but that's another one counting calories. Right. And so we have these tactics, but then it's just what you're supposed to just follow them. And you've been trying to follow them for how long? <laughs> if you don't mind writing that, and how long have you been trying to follow your tactic? If you want to follow that up. And again, this isn't to be judgmental. It's just that you are literally in a trance. You're in a diet trance where you think, okay, I need lower carbs, more protein. That's what I got to do to lose weight. And that's all you're focusing on. And you're wondering why you can't stick with it, why you're not getting the results you want. Well, I'll tell you why. It's because you're not, that's your goal. But 80% of the time you're eating more carbs and less protein. And you don't know why, and you don't know how to change it. You see, again, the diets are always telling you what to do, and no one, no one is showing you how to get yourself to do it. I feel like I'm one of the only ones. <laughs> I know there are some other people out there, but it just feels like that's vastly the biggest thing missing from your weight loss puzzle is that no one is showing you how to get yourself to eat less carbs and eat more protein, how to drink water consistently before meals and intuitively eat, to plan your meals and then eat those planned meals right? How do you get yourself to consistently do it? That's the problem, right? That, that's the big challenge. Oh, lymphatic massage. Again, that's great, but that's a tactic, right? If you just lymphatic massage, you're probably not going to lose weight. Just, just, again, I don't mean to be, don't hate the messenger and, and disagree with me if you want to. But again, I've, I've done a lot of this and I feel like a lot of people are almost like sleepwalking, thinking like what they're doing should be working and it's not, and they blame themselves. And I'm here to tell you, if your only tactic to lose weight is lymphatic massage, you're not going to lose weight. If your only tactic is to eat less carbs and eat more protein, you're probably not going to lose weight. You're probably not going to stick with it. There's just more to the puzzle, right? Uh, eating from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. only, fiber first, 14K steps daily, Pilates daily. Okay, so so Gina, that's a more see that, that's a more comprehensive system. Do you see what I mean? That's a more comprehensive approach, primarily because. Again, so you got an eating window, great. Um, fiber, great, right? 14,000 steps a day, great. Pilates, that's wonderful. And the water, right? So now you're getting more there. So you see what I mean? Like to me, that's a much more comprehensive approach. So the lifestyle system I talk about, 
again, sleep, hydration, relaxation, breathing, um, nourishment, movement, meditation, gratitude. We implement these into our day. And what ends up happening is these are high return on, in, on investment returns, okay? Meaning you put some effort into these and you get a lot back because your re hunger reduces, your moods balance out, your satiety, your satisfaction from when you eat goes up, your unhealthy cravings go down, your cravings for healthy foods go up, um, your motivation goes up. So, so all of those things you do, the more things you do, in this system, the more comprehensive you make it, the more likely it is that you're going to maintain this long term. That you're going to get there, a, and that more importantly, you're going to maintain it long term. So that makes makes sense. Somebody says, in your program, do you use hypnosis on your clients? Um, yeah, absolutely. Hypnosis is a big part of it. You, you'll hear from me first. I'm a, I'm a master hypnotist. I mean, I'm, I've had a hypnosis office. You know, I've used hypnosis for professionally for 20 years. I don't think hypnosis in and of itself is going to make a person go from being overweight to being thin forever. I, I do not. I do think that it would help you. It can, it can work for a little while for sure. And I think it's really powerful, but I think it's really powerful in its context, in the right place. So I use hypnosis in the program. So my program is an eight-week program and you get a hypnosis session every morning. You get a five-minute hypnosis session. I deliver it through the phone. So you click your link in the morning. I send you a link right to your phone. You get a message, you click it. You listen to your five-minute session. Each session's unique. Each one has a weight loss mantra in it because this is a great way to calm and relax you in the morning before you start your day and you hear all of this positive stuff. You're hearing positive things about you, food, food choices, all these positive things which you never get in life. And then at night you get a sleep gnosis session which is a 10 minute session and you get eight of these in the program. Each week you listen to the same one for seven days in a row to really reinforce it because each one of those has a core weight loss mantra in it. So this is a very, very powerful way to develop a thin and healthy mindset. And it's comfortable and it's easy. You relax as well. You become more in tune with your body. So that's a great way to use hypnosis, in my opinion. There's also a hypnosis library with 25 sessions in it to go deep dive into specific areas. But again, I don't think that's enough. I think hypnosis is really powerful, but you know what's more powerful than hypnosis? self-hypnosis. And so that's why I teach you. I think the core of the program, there's really three parts to it. The core of the program is the self-hypnosis technique I teach you, which is really two techniques. It's a redo and rehearsal technique where you redo today and you redo any mistakes you made to get yourself back on track quickly and learn from them. And you rehearse tomorrow the way you want to be. This is probably the most important part. Listen, folks, we are all our own best or worst hypnotists because you, I, all of us are up in our head talking to ourselves 24 hours a day. Okay. And so what you're saying to yourself has more of an impact on your weight than anything else in the world. And you need to learn how to influence that internal dialogue. So that's a huge part of the program. And that little simple self-hypnosis technique takes a minute or two, but that's what puts you in control. Okay. So that's the most important piece. So it's really self-hypnosis is the most important piece. Then the blueprints, right? So in my program, you, you get a, you create fill in the blank template, mindset, lifestyle, eating blueprint customized to you. You've got to create your own plan that works for you. And once you have that, that's the plan you follow to get to your goal weight, but more importantly, to live the rest of your life at your goal weight on near autopilot. You need to make this easy and fun. Another missing piece of your weight loss puzzle. You ain't thinking any of these things you all said. Eating less carbs and eating more protein is not fun. It's not easy. You know, it's difficult and it's hard because you're trying to consciously do, make decision day in and day out. And you get overwhelmed and you opt out and you go back to your normal behaviors, you know? So anyways, please, if any of this is resonating with you at all, um, please go to 
please go to my bio and um, get the hypnosis session. I've got my microphone in here. Um, go to my bio and get the hypnosis session. Watch the training. Watch the training I give you, okay? Um, your weight loss doesn't have to be as hard as you think it is. You, you've been, you're, you live in a mental prison put there by diets. I, I promise you. I'm not being dramatic. <laughs> I'm literally, if anything, I'm, I'm understating it. I promise you. Um, yeah, a cat of five years. Yeah, yeah. Reminds me of social determinants of health. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. I love you. Thank you. I appreciate that. What's up, Mary? Gina Parks, that's good to hear. Thank you. You've added in the mindset factor for me all or something. Yeah, Gina, Gina, all right. And and Gina, so for you, right, so you already got like out of those those um, lifestyle pieces I was talking about, um, you know, if you add in like the meditation, right, so you're doing Pilates, so you're connecting to your body, the meditation's right there. You know what I mean? Like like get into it. One minute of meditation, folks, is is profound. You, you know what I mean? They, I, the, the, and I know because I'm a yoga instructor as well. So it's like teaching meditation. The biggest... A hurdle I find most people have is that they think meditation has to be this, it's like this yogi thing or this, this really in-depth thing. It can be, you know what I mean? But the meditation I use is a very practical meditation just to quiet your fucking brain down for a minute even. One minute of meditation of just quieting down and just sitting quietly. It, within a couple days, it becomes like your safe space. It's like, you know how much you like brushing your teeth, right? You ever like accidentally forget to brush your teeth and you're just like, it doesn't feel right. You get up and brush them. That's what meditation feels like. It's just this safe space where you can just kind of like block the world out for a minute. And I can't think of, <laughs> I can't think of a better time in history that you need to block a little time. I just shut the fucking world out. Right. I mean, it's crazy all the time. It's just getting crazy. Right. So having this little place where you can just go and it's like literally one minute I've done it. I'm not going to do it right now. I should do this, but Sometimes I'll do this with my, my, my coaching group um, where we'll just take a minute. I'll, I'll set a timer. I'll say, okay, one minute, just close our eyes just to sit quietly. Just connect to your breath. Relax. And it's so profound, you know. But great job, Gina. That, that's what you're doing is great. Um, enjoying the hypnosis sessions morning and night. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So is that, is that, is that Teresa? Is that Teresa there? Yeah, the hypnosis sessions morning and night are the shit. I mean, they're really good. And they are very impactful and powerful. So again, I don't want to make it sound like they're not. Most hypnosis programs for weight loss, it's usually like three sessions. You know, that's not going to do anything. It, it might, it'll give you a boost for a week or two, um, but it won't last because you'll keep listening to them and you'll get sick of them. They, they become less hypnotic the more you listen to them. That's why in my program, it's really important that um, every day you're getting a new session. You know what I mean? Like it's a different, completely new, different session. It's really important for that hypnotically. And so they all feel new. And then the nighttime sessions you listen to repeatedly, but that's for a purpose. It's to put a, a, a core weight loss mantra into your mind. But that's awesome. Great job listening to those. Weight loss is important, but honestly, I want to feel good, mood and physically. Yeah, great. That's what you should do. You really want to make, I always say this, take the weight loss, wrap it in personal development. Wanting to lose weight and wanting to look better is not enough motivation. I'll fight you for it. <laughs> like, it's just, it's not. I, I don't know. I know you think it is. It's, it's just, a, it's a trick of the mind. You think it should be, right? You want to look better. You've been conditioned your entire life that wanting to look better should be the main motivator why I want to lose weight. But if you haven't lost weight with that motivation over the last 10 years, 20 years, it, it doesn't work. I mean, you know what I mean? We just have to look at the evidence, the data, right? It, it doesn't work. It doesn't work for most people. So how do you get motivated? Well, you have to, well, I was saying this to someone yesterday, but what most people do with weight loss is they try to all of a sudden now weight loss is really important to me, right? So you know how it is. All of a sudden some Monday comes, okay, now now I'm going to do it. Now I'm going to keto, no more carbs, blah, blah, blah. Now it's going to be important to me. 
right? And a couple days go by and all of a sudden it goes down to not being important anymore. <laughs> Does anyone relate to that? Am I talking crazier, right? That's kind of what it's like. So instead what you want to do is you want to find the things that are already important to you. What's important to you? Everyone's different, right? But let's, what are the big ones? Um, your family, uh, relationships, people that you love and care about, uh, your work, right? Maybe you love making money and being successful in your work. Maybe it's personal development. Maybe you love playing piano or there's things you love getting better at. Whatever's already important to you, things that you would do even when you're sick, right? You're sick, you don't feel like going to work, you still go, right? Your kid, your kid needs to eat something and you're feeling tired, you still get up and make them something, right? That's how you know. And what we want to do is we want to take those things you're already motivated about and wrap the weight loss around those. Because whatever you're most motivated about, this weight issue is fucking those things up. It's making you, don't get upset with me, okay? But it's making you a worse parent. It's making you a worse partner. It's making you a worse entrepreneur or worker or employee. It's making you worse what you're doing. Not because of how you look. Do you understand? We've got to get rid of the look part of it. And we need to focus on the, the meat and the potatoes of the issue, which is if you're overweight, now again, not everyone, if you're overweight and want to lose weight, um, you're probably thinking about weight loss all day and night and you're not making it happen. So this becomes a source of you feeling worse about yourself, having low self-esteem, a limited self-image, feeling less than, feeling disempowered, <clears throat> feeling frustrated, <clears throat> excuse me. And so these are the things, it's feeling that way, right? And then there's the physical effects, you know, potentially being type two diabetic, decreased mobility, increased blood pressure. You know what I mean? Like, again, so we look at this and now we start to look at the real mean, meanings in your life and how the weight's affecting them. This dog. This dog's always chewing. <laughs> it's not always on things he's supposed to be chewing. So I always keep a look when I hear her chewing. I give... Anyways. So, um, so yeah, you need to make the weight loss more meaningful. So you're right. You're right on the right, right path there, triple A's. Um, I'm on the... Indeed, I do. I need, do need to meditate. Yeah, you, you do need to meditate and you, you will love it. But again, reduce to the ridiculous. Don't start with, I don't need to do 20 minutes of meditation. No, start with one minute. One minute. I always say like the difference between zero and one is like this. And the difference between one and 10 is like this. You, you see what I'm saying? So it's like, even if you just get a little bit of it in there, it makes it simple. It's not overwhelming. And then you just get to do it and enjoy it. And that's the motivation we want in life. We don't want to like, oh, I got to do this. I got to do 20 minutes. And then we just like, oh, I don't want to do 20 minutes. And we're, we got that battle inside of us. We want to make it simple. You, you know, we can do things in phases. <laughs> I always joke like it's, um right? Everyone's all or nothing when it comes to weight loss, right? And, and their health. And so that's one of the worst mindsets, right? If I'm not meditating for 20 minutes and it doesn't matter. It's pointless. Well, that's stupid, right? So, so you're going to go zero. You're going to meditate for 20 minutes, five times a year. Instead of meditating for one minute, you know, 300 times, you know, like, like that's going to get you way better results. So again, it's like this with all the habits you have. You're, I can almost guarantee you any habit that you want to do that you're not really doing or haven't started, it's because you're making it too overwhelming for yourself. And so you're just avoiding it. Um, Lena says that sounds hard to do when you have a lot of anxiety and being an overthinker. Yep. Um, it's hard to shut my mind off with hypnosis. Yeah, I get that, Dina. I, I get that. Listen, everyone in my program is an overthinker. I am an overthinker. I get exactly what you're talking about with the with the meditation and the hypnosis, right? It's hard to quiet that mind down. Um, but, you know, sometimes the hardest things give us the best results too. So for you, Dina, what I'd suggest is two things. First off, I would search Jim Katsoulis with a K, K-A-T-S-O-U-L-I-S, Search Jim Katsoulis SoundCloud. And I have a SoundCloud with like 20 different hypnosis sessions. But 
you should listen to the progressive relaxation one because that's a session where you're, you're kind of actively doing something. You're relaxing your body. And so it's a good way to practice because relaxation, quieting your mind are skills. That's something that I learned. I thought, oh, you just, you have an overactive mind. You're either tense or you're relaxed. That's just how you are. No, you, you can practice all those things. You get better at them. I'm way better now at quieting my mind because I practiced it, you know? But again, you can start real simple and easy, you know, and um, in a way that's manageable, right? Again, yeah, if you're an overthinker and you're just thinking all the time and you get anxious about thinking about 20 minutes feels terrifying to you, well, then, then don't do 20 minutes. Most people shouldn't start with 20 minutes of meditation, you know? They should start with 10 uh, with, with a minute, you know, that's the right call, you know? Hi, Jim, this may sound like a dumb question, but does the hypnosis have to be done before bed? Um, no, it doesn't. There's two, the sleep gnosis sessions at night, right? So with the program, it's delivered through the phone. Um, I listen while I'm working, but do feel like I'm relaxed. No, that's fine. The, the sleep gnosis sessions, she's referring to this. These are the, the nighttime sessions. They're nighttime sessions. So there's two of them, right? There's one that uh, has a count out. So count outs at the end when you go into hypnosis and I bring you out of it, right? Um, that That's like the one you can listen to while you're working or earlier in the night, listen to it and then go about the rest of your, your evening. Um, the other one has no count out. So it's designed for you to listen to as you're going to sleep. And then you go to sleep and just, it just ends, right? And it doesn't count you out. So yeah, there's no problem. When you listen to that really is not um, that important. Listening to is the important piece. And so uh, that's fine. But, you know, again, if you're doing it um, while I'm working, I, you'll get more benefit out of it if you close your eyes and aren't doing anything, you know. But, again, everything's relative, right? So it's like, you know, the ideal would be to just sit quietly for those 10 minutes and listen to the session, okay? But um, then there's not listening to it at all, <laughs> and then there's listening to it while you're working. Do, do you know what I mean? So, again, with those sleep gnosis sessions, especially the sleep gnosis session, I would say that's a session out of all of them that you could probably... I'd feel most comfortable with you listening to it while you worked because those sessions are designed to install that core weight loss mantra, right? Um, and so that's going to work regardless. The morning session, real, I don't do that one working. I had someone in the program, they were doing it while they brushed their teeth. And it's like, no, it, it's five minutes. It's very intentional. That one, I suggest close your eyes, stop doing anything else and do that one, okay? Um, oh, yeah, yeah, right. Okay, yeah, is it hard to, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, if you can... I think it's great. Like the sleep gnosis sessions, like I said, especially the sleep gnosis sessions are a unique session. Out of all the hypnosis sessions, those are probably the most unique because those are really designed to install that core weight loss mantra. So as many times as you can hear that, the better. Um, because again, I want those those core weight loss mantras. You get those eight mantras into your mind, you're going to see them, right? You probably already do, but they just kind of pop up throughout the day. That's why I say, folks, this is the most enjoyable weight loss program on the planet. Uh, I always joke, like, you know, this is the only weight loss program you probably start on a Friday, right? Because it's like, no, who wants to start a weight loss program on a Friday? I remember one time someone's like, oh, I want to start it, but it, tomorrow's Friday, and I don't know, I got people coming over this weekend, so I don't know if I should do it because the meal plan, I was like, there's no strict meal plan with this, you know? You're not starting tomorrow eating 1,200 calories, being a miserable shit. It's like you're starting it by waking up and listening to a five-minute hypnosis session right? Because that hypnosis session too, let me just talk about this real quick because hypnosis is so misunderstood. First of all, we all go into hypnosis all the time. So it's not, it's not some demonic, evil, weird thing. We all go into hypnosis our entire lives, day in, day out. 
Um, and we never go in hypnosis more than when we're watching TV or watching a movie. When you're in this very passive state where you're just kind of watching something and you're vicariously experiencing it, right? That's why TV and movies are fun because we, we have these worlds, these fantasy worlds, these imaginary scenarios, and we just imagine what it's like to be in them. And it feels, it's fun, right? Because we physically respond to that. So the hypnosis, there's a, a number of benefits to it. The biggest one probably, honestly, is relaxing. You know, every time you listen to these five-minute sessions, they always start the same. I bring you through a consistent process to relax your body. Relax your face, chest, shoulders, stomach. Take a deeper breath. How often are you doing that? Do you know? Like, you're not doing that. I know you're not. You're, you're tense and you're stressed all the time. You got no relaxation in your life. Probably. Right? So the more tense and stressed you are, the more you're going to eat. It drives your hunger up. It reduces your ability to choose the right foods. It cranks up your unhealthy cravings. It does, okay? And so as you relax and calm down, just that alone, just five minutes of deep relaxation in the morning changes everything. Your attitude changes. You start like working out your parasympathetic nervous system. You got two nervous systems, right? Your sympathetic nervous system, your fight, flight, or freeze system, which is probably overactivated right now if you're anything like a normal American, and you're in this chronic state of, of stress and tension. But if we go to a deeper level, that's your sympathetic nervous system overactivated. That state in and of itself, think about it, right? When you're in a fight, flight, or freeze mode, the blood goes from your brain down to your body so that you can fight, flight, or freeze. It's not a state where you're contemplating things, thinking about the deeper nature of things connected to your goals. You're just very reactive and impulsive and instinctive, right? So you're in this chronic fight, flight, or freeze state in your life, most likely. And that state causes you to crave unhealthy foods and to have almost no ability to say no to them. Because you're just like, I don't give a shit. I'll just do whatever right now. I'll get back to, in this heightened state, I don't care what I do, you know? And so just learning to relax more. Whew. I mean, do it right now. Take a second. <laughs> relax your shoulders. Relax your face. Relax your neck, right? You can move it around. You can give yourself a little massage Right, just soften those muscles up, move them around. Let them relax. Let your chest relax. Let your stomach relax. Right, let these muscles relax. Take a deeper breath. Do you not feel a little better? Right, because now the blood goes back up to your brain, uh, specifically your prefrontal cortex. Now you can think more logically. Right, you're more connected to your goals. You have more perspective. You have more ability to say. I don't want to go to McDonald's. I want to eat something better for me. I want to nourish my body. I want to feel good. I want to let that other shit go. And it's like, as soon as you, you know, it's like people don't think about how much an impact their nervous system or their state has on their behaviors, right? So a classic example, it's like, it's like thinking, well, it doesn't matter if I'm stressed, I should still be able to make the right choices. That's like saying, like you've drank alcohol before probably. Like if you drink too much alcohol, you ain't the same person, right? Well, what's going on? You're the same person, but if you drink four or five drinks, are you the same version of yourself you are when you haven't drank those? No, right? Why? So what happens? Inhibitions go down, we say, right? He's like, I don't give a shit what I eat. I don't, I don't care, who cares, blah, 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 right? So the state you're in has a huge impact on the decisions you end up making. And so again, that comes back to these lifestyle factors. Relaxation is one of them. But So every time you hypnotize yourself or you get hypnotized, don't be scared of that word. Every time you watch TV, you're hypnotizing yourself, okay? Every TV commercial, every TV show, every movie is a hypnosis session. 
Don't you think you everything like the most egregious, obvious example of this is, is two things, sports and horror movies, right? You watch a horror movie, right? You're in your safe home or a safe theater and you're what? You're, why? Because you imagine you're in the, the movie scenario, right? But think about this for a second. It's kind of crazy. Same with sports, right? You're watching sports. You're sitting there, sitting on a sofa, but you're what? You're like, right? You feel it, right? You're releasing adrenaline in your body. You're just sitting on the sofa in your house, but you're releasing adrenaline. So that's fascinating. What it says is that what you imagine literally impacts your physiology. That's the message there. And that's what we use when we use hypnosis. That's what we're doing. We're using your imagination to influence your physiology and your body. And so when you combine these two things, just if I just relaxed you, if I increased your relaxation level by 50%, you'd start losing weight. Because you would just naturally make better choices. When do you make bad food choices? Take a look at it. Again, this gets back to program yourself. Then with the eating piece is awareness. You have very little awareness of your behaviors. I know you think you, you do, but I promise you, you don't. I've done over 5,000 private weight loss sessions and I don't have awareness over mine. None of us have awareness. We're not built for that. Your awareness is your prefrontal cortex. It's about 10% of your brain anatomically. It's the newest part of your brain. It's what makes us humans. It's what makes you, you. It's where your willpower is, okay? But that part of your brain is not built to run all of your life. You're built to be on autopilot. And so every time you go on a diet, you're trying to consciously willpower, control everything. You're trying to control automated behaviors. That's why it's so hard. Going on a diet is the equivalent of saying, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and I'm going to brush my teeth with my other hand. I'm going to use my computer mouse with my other hand. I'm going to use my phone with my other hand. You know? And so... Yeah, Nicole says, when I'm stressed, I make bad choices. Easier as well for food. Yeah, no shit, right? I, I know. <laughs> exactly. So it's like, we. so what most people do, they're, they're, they have a top-down approach to, to losing weight. Well, I'm going to use my willpower to force myself to eat better. Better being, you know, less calories, basically. I'm going to use my willpower. I'm going to force myself to eat less calories. That's my strategy. That's what I'm doing. That's how I'm going to lose weight. Right? As a program yourself then... It's like, yeah, obviously you have to change your eating, no doubt. But underneath that is the easiest way to change your eating is to change your lifestyle. And guess what, folks? When you change your lifestyle, not only do you eat better and lose weight, but way before you start to lose weight, like I'm talking instantly, you start to have more energy. You start to feel more relaxed and calm. You feel more, your moods are brighter and more balanced. Your energy, energy levels are higher. Your body feels more comfortable and relaxed. You feel more relaxed and calm. That's what people tell me all the time. They're like, the biggest part of this program is that I feel so much more calm. When you are calm, do you make better food choices, better lifestyle choices? Just without knowing anything else, right? If I could just crank your calm level of calm up by 50%, don't you think that would help you lose weight? Don't you think you make better food and lifestyle choices when you feel that way? So there's different versions of you. You're a multiple personality person, right? You're not simple. And it's not crazy. We're all multiple personalities of ourselves, right? And so, um, you know, you're so busy cranking yourself up and beating yourself up about not losing weight that what state does that put you in? What state are you typically in when it comes to weight loss? When you start thinking about weight loss, do you go into calm, relaxed, focused, and encouraged state? Or do you go into a stressed out, anxious, angry, depressed, worried state? <laughs> right so you know what i mean like like how are you gonna succeed you know what i mean because it's like 
as soon as you get in that state, it, it just activates all of your unhealthy cravings. It reduces your ability to choose the right food. You know what I mean? Like it's just, it's crazy to look at this way, isn't it? Yeah. So, so Bailey says that, right? The anxiety around is so much better because she, she's, she's one of those people, right? She's like, holy shit, I feel so much more calm. I'm telling you folks, like you already, here, let me clarify what I'm saying. You already know, like, like you don't, the diets aren't going to help you because you already know what you should do to lose weight. Like you are, I'm not saying you can't always learn more about nutrition and optimizing things like that. But what I'm saying is that you right now know enough about what you should and shouldn't need to lose weight. It's not a knowledge problem. You're not dealing with an information problem here. What you're dealing with is a behavioral problem. You don't know how to get yourself to consistently eat in a way that causes you to live at your goal weight. And this is a big part of it because you're in a chronic state of stress, right? <laughs> I have never had a client who's not. So I'm not, I never paint a brush that's 100%. I, I wouldn't do that. But I would say it's the vast majority. If you tell me you're a person who's really calm, who's struggling with weight, I'd be interested, you know, to hear your story a little deeper. Do you think it all stems from childhood? Um, yeah, a lot of it stems from childhood. That's when we kind of, the, the, the dies kind of cast. We can change it, you see, but it kind of sets us on a course. And, um, you know, childhood, so I want to be clear, it's not just the parents we had in the, the specific environment we had, although that's important, but it's also the contextual environment we live in in America. We have lived our lives at this point. I mean, I'm almost 50. It's like, if you're 70, 80, you, we have all lived our lives 100% in this age of marketing and propaganda. And when it comes to weight specifically, how that affects us is it has been just tens of millions of food advertisements. And every food ad is a hypnosis session. So we have this nonstop barrage since the day you were born about food, commercial-wise and within the culture. It's embedded. It's embedded. What I mean by that is there's commercials that your parents were seeing and then they buy this stuff and now it's in your environment and you're eating it. And then it's reinforced by the commercials you see and the environmental contextual cues you see in the environment. When you go to the store and you see the chips, when you drive by McDonald's, right? Um, and then on top of that, with all the food conditioning that you've been installed into you, almost even worse is the diet conditioning. So you've been conditioned to think about weight loss like a dieter. And the dieters aren't there to help you. All the big diets that you're subconsciously referencing to lose weight are all owned by big food companies. Weight Watchers was owned by Heinz. Jenny Craig was owned by Nestle. Uh, the same company that owns Onion, uh, Atkins Food Products owns Onions, Pretzels, and Cinnabon. The same company that owns SlimFast owns Ben & Jerry's Ice Cream. Do you know what I mean? So, so the way you think you should lose weight has really been bankrolled by all these big food companies. Do you really think that those methods work well? Do you really think they're going to promote a method that's going to cause you to eat less of their bullshit food and cause their profits to go down? Or do you think that they get you coming and going? And one of the most insidious way they do is they teach you this diet bullshit, which doesn't work. And so you pay them for that. And then it really just conditions you to be stuck in this loop. So yeah, I do think it stems from childhood, but you can change it. You know, there's neuroplasticity. You can change your brain wiring. Um, and I see people do this every day. This is what I help people do, you know? And so... You just, you need, you need a new environment, right? And that's what program yourself then is. That's why, again, I know the hardest part of change, right? People always say, oh, I struggle with consistency. Well, what's your, what's your plan that you want to be consistent with to go from not thinking about food at all to, okay, now it's Monday and no more carbs. I haven't been thinking about food at all. And now I'm going to count. I'm going to just eat 1200 calories a day. 
I haven't been focusing on food and now I'm going to just eat for eight hours. Those are enormous jumps. And so if you're struggling with consistency, it's not because you're a weak-willed person. It's because what you're trying to be consistent with is, it's a goofy, it's outlandish that you're going to go from nothing to all and expect you're going to be consistent with it. Again, metaphorically, I always say this, like if I wanted to play the piano and I said, oh, I want to play and I want to get good quick, I want to practice 10 hours a day. Well, wow, 10 hours, look at you. But let me see how you're doing the second day when your fingers are all cramped up. Do you know what I mean? Like, like it, there's a, a natural order to things. <laughs> but anyways, so you can, so what's the environment? So program yourself in is that environment. I bookend your days with these hypnosis sessions where you're getting positive, encouraging messages, which you never get right now. And then you use this program yourself in technique, take you a minute or two, and now you're imagining yourself as the person you want to be within the context which in, with which you live in. That's why this piece is so important. Most of your behaviors are driven by environmental cues that you're unaware of outside your awareness. And you need to program yourself to be the person you want to be within the environments that you live in. This is why a hypnosis session that I make without knowing you could never be as effective as you hypnotizing yourself. Because you know where you're sitting when, at night when you're eating the ice cream. You know where you're making poor choices for lunch decisions. And so we need to go into those environmental contexts, but imagine yourself being the person you want to be, making the decisions you want to make in those contexts. Very, very important. All right. Um, but I got to get out of here. Um, I, also think I, I also think I can just do it that I'm in the same cycle. Yeah, the just do it thing's bullshit. I mean, like it's it's okay. The just do it message is so insidious because yes, you can just do it to some degree, um, but you can't just do a tactic. Do you, do you know what I mean? So like program yourself is this holistic approach that has all these different components to it. And I asked earlier, I said, what are you trying to do to lose weight? I'm just gonna eat less carbs and eat more protein. You're not just gonna do that. That's not enough stuff to focus on. You know, that's like saying like, if I, um, oh, you wanna learn Chinese? I just learn the verbs. I mean, like, it's like, you're going to play guitar, just, just learn the chords. Don't learn anything else. No, you need, you need a holistic approach. Weight loss is, is holistic. It's, it's a, you need a comprehensive plan. You can't just learn like one little, I'm just going to count my points. Well, what the fuck? I mean, how, how many diets have you tried, man? It's like the diets always change, but who stays the same? You. Don't you think at some point that maybe use <laughs> be the problem, right? All the diets work. They put these people in labs and they, they do the diet perfectly. Right. And it's like they all, everyone loses weight. The problem isn't that the diets don't work, is that you can't follow it. Now, the diets are usually not real plans, right? They're just like these overcorrections that you can do for a little bit. But I think you need a holistic structure. Again, program yourself. Then we follow a 5 2 model five days of clean eating, two days of pleasure eating. People need variety. You know, you're not going to do this perfect thing for the next six months to, to get to your goal weight. You're not going to do that. And if you do, call me on the seventh month and let me know how it's going. You know, so, so you need a long-term strategy that's built around you as well, but it's more than that. Um, I get your daily emails and they make me think, thank you, I'm becoming more aware. Great job, Nicole. Yeah, get those emails, everyone. So if you're not yet, go go to my bio, click that link and get the hypnosis session I give you, watch the training I give you, read the emails I send you every day. They're really good, <laughs> really. Um, I'm on TikTok just saying, hi, you're the bomb. Daily emails help so much. Hey, all right, great. Yeah, see what I'm saying? Like they're, they're free, just go get them. They're really, really good. Um, and then if you're really serious, get the program, right? So um, it's there for you. And then, yeah, listen to me and watch me and, and I'm here to help you, all right? You can do this. I gotta get out of here. I got a coaching call. I will talk to you all soon. Have a great day. Thank you.